What is a good show? Something you don't even think about. An inevitable constant. A type of guarantee you take for granted. If life is a simulation designed by machines, then the Rounding Down podcast is the type of coded program that runs perfectly. They say once every, once in a blue moon, a man takes notice of his artificial environment around him and wakes from his goo pod into a harsh future ruled by machine where human livestock are farmed for energy. They say an old cowpoke can either lay down and die or join the resistance and fight the machines from within their own creation. I can only hope when I awaken into the new techno hell world, I'm jarred into waking life by the sweet, sweet sounds of the only outlaw podcast out there. Rounding down. Rounding down liable to make a man question the nature of his reality. <laughs> okay, that really, I like that, Nate. That, that was beautiful. <laughs> Great job. You can play the theme song, Chris. Let's do this thing. I really like talking like that. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Oh shit. It's Friendsman. What what? Thank you, Chris. Oh, that, Nate, that's that's gotta be the new one. That's gonna be perfect every time. That's that's it. I, I got it dialed in, it. buddy. You locked it. I got it dialed <laughs> in. Um, I'm here with my super best friend, uh, the co-host of this show, JP. How you doing? Nate, I'm loving this energy you're bringing tonight. I am doing well. How are you doing? I drink a mini Coca-Cola, JP. I am amped. Love that stuff. Those minis are just the perfect size, you know? The minis really are good. I should talk, I should talk to the freaking Pepsi boys about this. My wife started ordering me the minis for my health, but I like them because I actually finish them. Like whenever I have regular Coke cans, I always like leave like a, a big chunk of Coke yep. in there. And yep. all, uh, it just turns out that, that that amount that you're leaving behind, you don't need it. You didn't need it on the front end. Get them small boys. I'm What's up? so with What's you. New? How you doing? How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Things are uh, things are, are are okay here. It's been a weary couple of weeks as usual, but um, no, I'm just really excited. I, I'm really excited. I'm reading a book, Nate. I'm reading a book, a physical what book. book, a oh real book. God. It's called the the, the House of Leaves, and it's it's an actual physical book. Uh, and oh. it's uh, I'm already liking it. I haven't held and read a book in. I think even longer than Claire and I've been together. Like I just, I, I do Audible, I do Kindle. So it's, it's, yeah. It is nice to hold a book. Sat outside I get, I the, get the, con- I get the convenience of the Kindle, but it's nice to hold a book. It is. And I sat outside in the sun today and just read a book and had a cup of coffee. It was just fucking delightful. That's cool, buddy. I fell asleep in a hammock today. It was really nice. Oh, how are you doing? How, how, how are you doing? How's, how's life with uh, so many children? I've been taking care of two children for like three straight weeks now. Uh, I haven't left my house in three weeks, which is new for me because I was going to an empty building to work before. So I have been inside for three weeks and I am feeling crazy. Yeah, it it, it wears you down real fucking quick. I'm doing great. I'm doing fine, JP. No worries. I'm never worried about you. Don't, don't be, buddy. Don't be. I got a bunch of water here. We're going to be fine. 
<laughs> well, um, Nate, I am really excited about our guests, plural, for this episode. Um, this may be their first time ever speaking to one another, so let's hope they uh, have a little camaraderie. These are... Right, hold on one sec, JP. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no. I am still hearing the knocking that we're talking about. And it's not me, because I'm not touching my desk. I also just heard that. Hmm. Is the podcast haunted? Podcast could be haunted. My shed could be haunted. Any one of us could be haunted. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's just keep going. I'm sorry, Chris. Why don't you just put, pick it up with the music thing? I didn't mean to interrupt. Mm. All right. So, anyway, these two gentlemen are the host and co-host of a little podcast you might know called Rounding Down. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got the one and only Chid and the one and only your side. Sigh, the guy, wow. Chip, the skin. Wow. Chip, sigh. How you doing? Hi. Thanks for having Hello. us. Yeah, Chid, you, you go, or Sai, you go first. You go first this time. I want you to go first. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, I I got to tell you, I, every time, this is my third time now recording with you, you gentlemen, and this this being able to see you and pick up on your your verbal cues is wonderful. Uh, it's very hard for me. I'm an interrupter by nature. Uh, I I always feel like I'm not going to get my joke in, so I always talk over Chid, and he's nodding his head emphatically. So, <laughs> um, but I, I'm trying my best, and I'm just really happy to be on here with you guys. And my wife was excited that I watched an episode of Friends and about how. Ross is a monster, and I just—it's been nice. What an episode! What an episode! Yeah, I'm great. I gotta say, I'm really happy to be here with you guys tonight. It's a really nice way to end a beautiful weekend of staying at home, doing the same bullshit I do every fucking day. So, thank you for having me. <laughs> Listen, I like I, here's what I like: is the fact that JP is just very casually reading a 700-page book for fun. Sai, that sounds like your own <laughs> personal hell. Yeah. I have to say. Yeah, oh, this was, I was this shaking was my head no the whole time. I didn't know well, it was I mean, a listen, brag. You, you got to fact check everything JP says about his reading. Yeah, I mean, for him, pages. listen, he used to read, of, of course, like 1,400 page law briefings, like it's nobody's business. Chid, are you no, dictating just, into just your phone right phone, now? Just in case. <laughs> I got I got some <laughs> stuff on it. I, I got some stuff <laughs> I want to I want to get to. I got some notes. I always have uh, notes. He's got the bits in there. There's notes on the show. No bits and notes. <laughs> now let's let's get right into this. I think it's the reason we're all here tonight. Are you two okay after Claire absolutely Listen to me owned about you on that. the podcast? Claire, if you're out there, and I know you are, come back on the show. Next time you come back, you're going down. <laughs> I, 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 I'm certainly coming from a biased place, but I was laughing my ass off. Um, the, the Everyone forgetting each other's names or pretending to be yeah. each other was really fun. What's interesting ongoing, about right? editing the show is I often, when, I don't know if you guys have this reaction or if, if because you're, you know, the one percenters and you have a, a producer who produces your show, if he edits it. Um, it went, yeah, well, when I listen to, back to the show when I'm editing it. <laughs> you want to edit our show for free? When I listen back to the show when I'm editing it, I'm always like, uh, I, I, after we finished recording, I was like, that was what, whatever. And then like a week passes and I'm like, that sucked. I'm sure that was terrible. And I'm going to have to cut a lot out because of how bad it was. And then often I'll go back and listen to them and be like, oh, that was actually fun. And uh, I was, I, for whatever reason, yeah. in my memory, the episode with Claire specifically, I remember being brutal for a variety of reasons. And uh, it was a great episode, really fun. <laughs> it, it was just brutal because I think she burned us so badly. I think that was the reason. 
I yeah, still haven't recovered rough. if I'm being I mean, honest. that was like, wow. <laughs> I listened to it again. And then my wife listened to it because she started commuting again. And uh, she, she's like, oh, she burned you real good, huh? And I was like, oh, geez. So I got yeah. burned again. <laughs> oh, that's Claire awesome. burns us when, when she comes on the show. Me and JP don't like it when she's on the show. And that's why she hasn't been back because we can't yeah. take it. Well, she burns I know us her too one hard. Weakness is talking about music. So, and that actually reminds me of someone else who I heard on a recent episode of Friendsman knows nothing about music and wouldn't want to talk about it. And that's my friend uh, Eli, Eli Hodap, the host of the show. Yeah, Jude, <laughs> I sent you or Sai, I sent you a, yes, a, a good postcard. Comment. I still love that. Yeah, I I got your postcard. Thank you. You got Eli. my postcard. You're welcome. Yep. I, I was told that uh, Eli also I, offered hello, Chris's wife or person. Wife. Uh, That's L. <laughs> I, hello, L. Uh, I was told hello, that Chris's Eli person. also offered mm-hmm. to send Chid a postcard. I didn't decline. What declined. happened was he was like, what's your address? And I was like, uh, and I started doing a bit at him. And then he got increasingly angry and made demands. And I treated him the way I treat my four-year-old son, which is like when you start whining about something, then you're not going to get what you want. So. So he asked me right yeah. away so what my address was. And uh, I replied and said what my address was. And he said that Chid was being uh, some some sort of insult and that you wouldn't give your address. And I said, what you should do is send me what you were going to send Chid and there I'll send go. it to him. And Hang you can on, tell him just, you I'll found read his address. You exactly what happened when Eli sent me. So he said, he said, what's your postcard? I will send you, what's your address? I'll send you a postcard. I said, oh yeah, the classic, what's your address trick? Yeah, right. One, two, one, two, Boogie Woogie Avenue. That's what I said. And he sent me a picture of postcards and I said, oh one. sure, it's the classic, here's some postcards trick. Send my postcard to Chid, Philadelphia, PA, 6969420. And then he said, give me your fucking address, you cuck. And then he gave me his address. And I said, hmm, good mistake. I'm sending you so many care packages now. And then he said, give me your fucking address. And then I said, I, I was going to, uh, but you're so adamant that it's making me uncomfortable, to be quite honest. And then he said, fine, I'm sending Zaya a postcard. That was that. And that's healthy. Yeah. That's healthy. That's you. You can't I, trust sure. these weirdos on the internet. What does he well, even look like? I mean, you know? Yeah. Has he got a well, beard? I, does he have a striped tank top on? Has he got who, orange headphones? Who's to say? I, I, I told Don't him, trust. I said, you know, Chid's got a family to worry about. I said, my wife would That's murk true. any intruders, like straight up. She would protect me. So I'm not really scared to give people. Your wife sounds cool as hell. I'd like to be friends with her if I'm being quite honest. She is very cool. Uh, she's, I'm certainly the reacher in, in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all mm-hmm. are, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could yeah. all do so much better. Well, she rounded down and to your benefit, honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm better for of, it. That's the, that's the name of that podcast. I've heard of that. That's the I've name heard of that, that show. show. Yeah, that's a podcast. Uh, listen, I, here's what I want to say is also mini Coke cans where you leave some behind is uh, a funny idea or when, when you, because all you're essentially doing is like when you were drinking 12 ounces and leaving four ounces behind, you're, your wife got them for your health, but actually you're just consuming the same amount of soda. Yeah, okay. I'm drinking the same amount. Or just yeah, sure we're all on the same page on that. Yep. But I feel, I okay, feel less wasteful. Good. Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, here, so leave it to leave so it to shit to, to shit on someone for the guy who eats cold bacon out of in front of his fridge while his Listen. while his family's away. Yeah, shitting on it's someone for trying cooked, to be healthier. Bacon uh, decline to comment. Bacon? It was cooked, but it was like 10, 10 to twelve days old. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You cook bacon and it's good for that's three old, weeks. I mean, bacon is basically. 
Yeah, it's it's a it's basically yeah, preservative. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's all salt securely yeah. in the greasy paper towel that I got the grease out of. So that's you because know, yeah, the grease helps it's, it's fine. seal it. Tight. Everything was fine with that. Yeah. Nope. Nate, Nate, I'm proud of you and your wife for taking your health first. Good job. Thank you, thank you, sir. I'm proud of you and your wife too for smoking. Yes, weed. I smoked weed for the first time. <laughs> it was my I first heard. time. Yeah, it's very cool, dude. Yeah, I well, certainly think you're you're cool now. The the issue was that I had a 11.3 ABV beer while I was recording with Chin shortly before that. Uh, so I thought that then smoking weed would and, be a great idea. And, and it is. How was the ride? It was fine. I fell asleep. That was a rough record. The last time... Well, my wife, my wife uh, gave me an edible one time, and I, I an did edible that. arrangement. I did the edible. I did the weed. Your best friends. Yes, an edible arrangement. I ate just the strawberries. Um, sorry, there's music happening. I was mm-hmm. I didn't. I'm not used to these cool. This is your drug effects. music now, yeah. So cool uh, stuff my wife gave me an edible, and uh, I took it, and I went to sleep right away because i'm a mm. giant man baby that's what uh, happens to me when i take edibles too si i fall asleep but i woke up at like three in the morning and i couldn't feel the bottom half of my body and I had to pee. <laughs> <laughs> so i uh i just i sat down and i was in the bathroom for like an hour and a half uh peeing by the way and uh my wife that's a hell of a pee well, I mean, I was really stoned. Uh, it sounds like she. It sounds like she poisoned you. If I'm being quite honest, it no, she like checked. She checked on me and everything. I don't know if that was to make sure that the poison was working or <laughs> not quite sure. But now, did it burn when you pee? No. Well, no. Oh, that's good. You didn't. Good. I got have clean pipes don't down worry. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't. Oh, yeah, can always count on you to bring it back into reality. I appreciate that. Mm. Hey, speaking of Mocklet. Mm-hmm. Hey, JP? Right? Boy, boy, Mocklet. Let me tell Thanksgiving. you. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. This is could really be the Thanksgiving food. Nate, this uh this technically counted as their Thanksgiving Terrible. episode of the season. Did it really? Yeah. That sucks, dude. Yep, yep. It's the only season where they didn't do like a bottle episode. It's the only one that wasn't about Thanksgiving. Right, in exactly. Fact, in fact, here's a fun point. The Mocklet storyline was the anchor they used to make it a Thanksgiving episode because the oh network, my God. network said they needed to have a Ugh. Thanksgiving episode. I'm done with this. Is that show. a requirement with networks? Uh, in this particular year, the all the must-see TV uh, shows were required to do a was Thanksgiving this? episode on the same night. The Buzzcast Network doesn't when require the us to do should. Uh, holidays, but we still it should. We still do. We we have sleeves on for Halloween, and then we it's have true. Uncle Howard on for Christmas. Oh my god! I love every Halloween when you guys do the Halloween episode and Sleeve sings uh, uh, the the monster yeah. fuck. It's just it's great. <laughs> it's his best work. It's just an I absolute think, classic. Honestly. Um, yeah, I, this. I wonder if this was the same evening when Kramer was a turkey uh, on Seinfeld. Remember when Kramer was a turkey? I don't know if that was a Halloween uh, Christmas classic. Episode. Classic. Are you, are you talking about on Seinfeld? On Seinfeld, when Kramer was a turkey. What is this Seinfeld man? It was. It was. On, He's a turkey in real life too. Was it was that on your joke, JP. Musty TV. They're on Musty <laughs> TV together. That's true. The creamer as a turkey episode. Like that was only very loosely a Thanksgiving Please. episode. I don't remember which episode that is. I don't. Uh, that I don't was, think that, that was, was September twenty fifth, nineteen ninety seven. This oh, was wow. nineteen eighty five. How old were you, September twenty fifth, nineteen ninety seven? Let's go around the room. All right. I'll start. Seventeen. 
Uh, Chris? 18. 18. Nate? Nine. 12. Nine. Yeah. Chid? I know how old you are. You were, you had just, you had, wait, it's, so it's September? Mm -hmm. So Chid was no. uh, 13. 12. 12. Yeah. I, my birthday is in 13. January. Yeah, so nope, nope, 13 nope, September nope, from nope, January, nope. no? Oh, 12. Yeah. Okay. I was 12 too. I am a little I'm a little torn on who to believe here because on the one hand it's Chid's life, but on the other hand, I have seen Sai correct Chid about well, I don't know that you have. Here's the thing times. about my birthday. I'm always, I'm always wrong. Year, so whatever my <laughs> birthday, it's the year is always the unless it's like the first half of January, I'm always the age that I am for the whole year, if that makes sense. I was yeah. interesting. Mine lines up with the 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 last digit of the year. So, what I, like ninety seven? I was February twelfth. I don't know what you. What are you talking mm -hmm. about? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Get out of here with that shit. Uh, also, I don't know. I set the bar pretty high for myself getting Chid and Andrew Dice Clay uh, cameo for his birthday this year. So I don't know what I'm yeah. gonna have to do for next year. Oh my god! It, it was, was really awesome. High. It was awesome. It was awesome. It, uh, Chid, you recently got a friend. I did. I got my friend, uh, Shawnee, uh, Danny Diablo cameo. Uh, of course, no one, I don't know that any of you know who Danny Diablo is, but he's uh, a hardcore personality singer and, uh, all around great dude. Everyone loves him and it only costs 25 bucks. And I, <laughs> it was truly heartfelt. Yeah. He's only 25 bucks. Oh man. I, I would truly get like someone just a cameo for him to yeah, say like makes, good morning to that. Certainly made who, made who loves day. Him. That's really worth enjoyed it. it. No, I'm I'm looking at pictures of this guy, and I would <laughs> never have guessed that he yeah. was a, a, yeah, a man. hardcore band. Hardcore, you got to get into it. Crown, crown, of, his, crown of Thorns with a Z at the end. Is of that it. his real name? Diablo, his real name I is Lord Ezek, his real actually, name, but so, he, he, I was Lord Isaac Danny Diablo. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty badass too. Is he related to? Mm, I don't think Cody? you should joke about Danny Diablo. Uh, be careful, JP. He's he's, he's a oh, dangerous boy. man, Mr. Diablo. I apologize, and uh, I really no no offense was intended. He's um, got his ear to the streets. Let us know if you I, want to come on. I mean, show. he's We'd great. Love to, love to have him on. He's got uh, order a cameo from him and ask him if he wants to come on the show and watch an episode of Friends with you guys. Yeah, we'll see <laughs> how much that cameo costs. Twenty five bucks. <laughs> I've told JP uh, one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to is called True Anon, and it's like very like uh, fiery political podcast, I guess. But uh, I, I've I've DM'd the hosts about coming on the show because they talk about how great it would be to do a TV recap podcast instead of like a Jeffrey Epstein world-ending recap podcast and. I think it would be very funny to have them come on sh on the show and talk about mm. friends for an hour. <laughs> that's, that's something yeah, that's Adam, cool. Yeah, keep I gotta say, Adam. guys, I, I um, well, I'll come. I'll come on your show to talk about friends. I'll come on right now. Wait, are we coming on to talk I'll about friends? Right now. I do. Yeah, yeah, I thought this was Seinfeld, let's, let's man, because I'm seeing that the episode of Seinfeld that aired the same night as the episode of Friends that we watched uh, has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. So apparently, for only Friends had to follow the rules. Yeah, that's wow. The episode of Friends. The plot is uh, George fears that he's losing all independent life uh, from his fiance Susan after she begins fraternizing with his friends. Jerry's uncomfortable at his pool guy's efforts World to befriend him, and after getting a new phone, Kramer keeps getting wrong numbers from people trying to call movie phone. 
Classic. <laughs> That's a good did, did George Costanza no, kill Susan? No, she died because no. she... She the, died, the, though, the right? Cheap, the glue the from the envelopes for their wedding, Susan. where she invited hundreds of people. So, like... Like, um... As far as, like... The, the events leading up to her death, he did absolutely cause it. Yeah, that's he true. he picked those envelopes. He also didn't Ooh. like her. I'm not saying yeah. he's responsible. And he definitely didn't other, like her. We have to just the other thing, JP murder is determined legally. We, exactly. There's no, we, there's no, there's no way. We don't know. We, we just guess. Just guess. We don't okay. know. How we know George says that legally? he didn't murder her, but we don't know. He had no intent. Mm. He had no intention that you could prove. Mm. And, um... You know, I I I don't think I don't know. Is going to really you could just yeah, charge him with fifty seventh degree murder. Degree. It'd be fine. That's the highest, guys. The higher the degree of murder gets, the worse it is, and the harder it is to. Oh prove. wow! So wait, that's, that's what's so impressive to me. Is Charles Manson was, was charged with two hundredth degree murder, and he didn't even kill anyone, and he was in prison until he died. Yeah. Yeah, I it mean, was a really hard. No one case. talks about the people who tried Charles Manson. I haven't read any of their biographies. And you, that's how you know the O.J. Simpson case was weak because they yeah, charged like, him with first that's degree. That's fucking nothing, honestly. Yeah. Also, he's got his COVID vaccine, right. and he's a free man, so that charge really. Uh, the people who charge the people who charge Charles Manson are corrupt. What? Hang on. Uh oh. Is this is as this he, Manson? As he man? takes a puff of his weed cigarette. I'm sorry. Did you guys not know that Nate is a Stanson? So I don't I don't like Manson, but he was part of a larger conspiracy that we are Hang not on. getting. Go back to the beginning about. there. You if you if you listen, don't like Manson. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't like Manson. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I think he's a bad guy. If Sorry. you listen, if you listen to the interviews with Tex, uh he Tex Watson, he he definitely had uh Everything listen, to do with what happened. If you listen oh, to absolutely. the text Avery, yibbity, 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 that's all, folks. Did you that's see that really thing? Good. I've always said that, Chad, <laughs> and I'm glad that you were brave enough to speak truth like that. Did you see that thing on Twitter today no. about Tex Avery, Chid? It was like something talking about how uh, the first time they, they made Bugs Bunny say, uh, what's up, Doc, and then showed it to audiences. They like lost their mind because they could never like conceive of a rabbit like saying something so funny. And so Ryan, they're like, we knew we had something I on just our hands with that. It was so this was funny. this was just one week after that train right. kept approaching the uh the screen. Exactly. Same the thing. I, Same like thing. as someone who writes stuff, I truly I I often feel like I was born at the wrong time and that le- I'm playing uh life on legendary mode now, as opposed to like had I been born in the 1920s, it's just like Oh yeah, he's just a dude who wears a red cape and he's invincible. And you know, I'm going to be a billionaire or whatever. It's, it's pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, God, no, no wonder our generation is just falling apart. Like we had it tough. Our parents had it easy. Nobody even invented fucking Batman yet. Or yeah, Bell. they didn't have to. They didn't have air conditioning. They didn't have air conditioning. No yeah. air conditioning, no hip hop. I mean, my grandmother is bad. Well, I haven't seen is that even really living? COVID, uh, the global pandemic that's still upon us. I don't know if you know what that is, but I'm just laying it out. I'm there. so mad, man. Yeah. Uh, this is she would tell me news stories about me. the Iceman driving down the street and literally like people buying blocks of fucking ice because that's how you would keep your. Mm-hmm. That's yes. the mob, also, the mob yes, hitman. This is on federal in Providence. <laughs> so certainly also the mob hitman. Yes. Wait. Nice. So so at the time that he was driving down the street, was Maverick Ooh, his nice. wingman or Very was good. he I like it. 
Goose was there references, too. It was good. <laughs> the, I was otherwise I was going to go with the uh, Eugene O'Neill Ice, the Iceman Cometh reference, and I just didn't think that. Would <laughs> Wait, are you calling us all stupid? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, no, everybody's Mr. Still Casual Eugene O'Neill kind of, kind of reader, here. Mr. Casual seven hundred page horror <laughs> romance novel reader. Yeah, I finished my seven hundred page book I this morning with my cup it. of coffee. I didn't Man, even make it to my second cup. I won't. I won't let you guys do this to JP. Not on my Thank show. You. Thank you. Uh, let's talk about friends, right? Right. Let's talk about the friendship, yeah. right? Uh, we open with wait, me, classic. Me. You gotta ask him. Okay, Chid Sai. I guys, I'm gonna give a countdown, and then I need you to say Bing if you know the answer. Okay. We're going to start now. No, no countdown. We're going to start now. Answer at the end of this question. What is the name, the title Google. of this episode? Go. Bing. Bing. Ask James. Sai? The one with the list. Wow. Nate stepped in and stole it just like he I did on the trivia Cy game. I was confused to yell it if we weren't on video. I want to say. <laughs> no, I, I know the goddamn answer, and I said size first, text and I didn't I get heard the answer. I was waiting for Chris White's uh, trivia music. To yeah, so was I. I was confused. I don't know what's going on. You didn't say um, thing, Nate, but you weren't invited. He said ask Jeeves. I still love you. <laughs> I said ask Jeeves. <laughs> you did say ask Jeeves. We I have did that hear on someone tape. say Google. So, this Should is the Google. one with the list. Nate, you want to you wanna pick apart the kind of storylines or do the brief synopsis? Yeah, dude. Yeah, we start with the classic women do stuff like this, men do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And it's classic. funny, in my opinion. Um, I, think I did think it was funny. I did. Yeah, yeah. I did too. Rachel's did telling the girls that her and Ross kissed, right? <laughs> and um, the, the one thing we need, so, so Rachel and the girls, they get ice cream, they lock the door, they make sure that everything's fine. And then it cuts to, you know, Ross and the boys having pizza over the foosball table, and he's like, "Hey, we kissed. Like, you use tongue?" And they're like, "Yeah, we did." Like, <laughs> um, Honestly, yeah. the the pizza that they were eating was pretty York good. Pizza, hey, it did look good. A slice, classic oh. New York pizza. Hey, that's New York over here. Oh, over there. Hey, hey. Okay, to Uncle Howard. Uh, Uncle Howard with the uh, uh, hey, I'm I'm a New Yorker over here. Still, he invented that. Kids. He did it on uh, the, that Uncle show, whatever it's hey, called. I give him credit, man. The one thing we need to talk about in this scene, JP, aside from how funny it is, Monica's being kind of weird listening to like a story yeah, about, about her strange. brother. She's like fully immersed in in the sensual, like the way he put his arms and yeah. and like she's getting she, the vapors. I think, well, Rachel's she, like, also her best friend from growing up, so I think she put herself in best friend mode and pretended so, like Ross wasn't her brother. She's nah, disassociating. Nah, but now, it Stal- is weird. Stalwart fans of our podcast know that I have been shipping uh, uh, Ross and Monica since the first season, and I still think it's going to... Hey, dude, this shit's in the background? You tell Are me they that something's kiss? not going to happen. We'll see. Oh, it's, a, it's like a TikTok, TikTok like step bro kind of thing. They should have probably yeah, you know TikTok it, step bro yeah. thing. I don't even know what that is. But here's what I do know is this. This you're, you're better off for that. He doesn't know what I'm like. So He's this never heard episode it. also <laughs> leads me to believe, and I think as the show goes on and on and on, at till what nine seasons, twelve seasons, however the fuck long it is, really long. This is this so is the rest. It's of a long, se- days, long so series, obviously, that. and I strongly suspect by like season four they were like, "Fuck, I wish we didn't make these two characters brother and sister," because like the bedroom intrigue is uh, 
there's only so many combinations. It could have gone a lot wilder. Yeah. yeah. Bedroom intrigue. Well, that's like what the show like is, essentially. Yeah, the the whole show is intrigue. bedroom intrigue. It's very sexual. Yeah. Um, I would love if there was some like reveal that friends. in fact Monica was adopted and therefore they could I mean, have gotten together after all. That's like that's the season 10. That's listen, the season this six. episode Man was Fancy. directed by uh Mary Kay Letourneau. So I saw yep, Mary no, Kay Letourneau no. directed it. So that's <laughs> you know, I, and may she rest in peace. I think that she, speaking of people that's who were railroaded by is. the American justice system, uh. She was found guilty mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. guilty to two, of guilty two counts of, of felony, second degree rape of a child, second degree. So that means not. Uh, it actually means worse than first degree. Obviously, as we know. Um, yeah, it was worse but, than first you know, degree. Then she married that guy, and they had kids together, and now she's dead. And that's awesome. And had, and we it, love and that. had, yeah, had yeah, two yeah, children with him. with him, and that's cool as hell. Yeah. No, the actually, those guys. I hope they're happy. The episode was actually directed by uh, Mary Kay Place, who is. Uh, you may know her as the actress in Captain Ron. The is that the movie where mm. Gerard Depardieu uh, sleeps with some dude's Captain wife from the their movie honeymoon? With, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, fuck Kurt uh, Russell. Yes, and Kurt Russell. He's like a horny captain of a ship, and he like cucks the husband. Yeah, nice. He's horny. Like, he cucks the husband, but the husband and wife have a scene where they're in the shower on the ship and for some reason the door gets stuck and the drain gets clogged and so the whole shower Classic. fills up. Which movie is it where Gerard Depardieu is a horny uh, scuba diving instructor? And My he, Father the oh, Hero? where he's like hot Something for his like that, yeah. <laughs> I saw yes, that, that in theaters. That's not the one I was talking about. I don't know what that is. Okay. Uh, Gerard Depardieu Are you flick. about forgetting Sarah Marshall? Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall and just calling... A British actor, Gerard Depardieu. No, no, there's definitely a movie where Gerard Depardieu. You're confusing Gerard Depardieu with um, Katy Perry's ex. I don't think Sino's names. No, I'm not. No, I. Wow, he's getting ganged up on. It's three against one. I'm completely lost. Oh, Sino, he's He's really angry, guys. I'm looking (laughs) this upside. Let's talk about Chandler's computer. Yeah, what's the specs on that computer? Can you repeat those? Um, 2800 BPS modem. 12 megabytes of RAM, 500 megabyte hard drive, built built in spreadsheet capability. (laughs) We gotta love it. And so, modem, a 2800 uh, BPS modem would be like for, for the internet, it would be to plug, plug some, an ethernet into, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, that's slow. Wow, I mean, this wild. is 1985, so I didn't have my first. I was. Uh, it was 1998 when I got my first computer. Our family had our first yeah. computer. So, and sure. that computer was uh, 56k, and uh, and I think had a gig right uh, hard drive, which was wild at the time. It came in you a box. Fucking like know a it, my man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. And he says he's gonna play. He says he plays Doom on it at one point, which I found re- very interesting. I don't think you could play Doom on a laptop at that time. No, he also said it was spreadsheet enabled. Isn't yeah, he had spreadsheet. Doom, that it was like such a light application that you could run it on basically anything. Like, couldn't you run it on like a? I think that's the whole thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, that's why it was that. That was part of how they like 
because you could like run it on like the biggest DOS piece of shit computer that had like nothing. Yeah, interesting. I've been playing a lot of Doom recently. Mm. Doom Eternal. I love Doom. So Um, I was no god. Sorry to interrupt you guys about Doom. I was mixing up movies, but I was not mixing it up with um, the forgetting Sarah Marshall. I was mixing it up with. Oh, worth going back to you. Thank you. Where the scuba, where the scuba instructor bangs Ben Stiller's wife. Uh, I thought that was Gerard Depardieu, but he in my father, my father, my father, the hero, or whatever movie he was in. Yeah, my father, the bride. (laughs) No. Uh, but so I was wrong, but also I wasn't wrong. So. That's my favorite kind of correction. Thank I you. was wrong, but also yeah. right. And meanwhile, uh, Gerard Depardieu, uh, this is going to surprise everybody. Not a good dude. And wait, what degree? Criminal charges right now. That's cool. Uh, Gerard Gerard Depar, not a good dude. Yeah. Listen, if I he's like not that. facing like seventieth degree, so, then I think it's fine. We all agree that Mary Kay Letourneau's direction yeah, in the show. We don't think she's canceled. She was found guilty <laughs> of second degree child rape, and we none of us Pretty said harsh. that. Pretty you know, harsh. we didn't refuse to watch this episode because we can put that past us. Second degree, not that big a deal. Seventieth, seventieth degree. That's my cutoff. That's a, that's a bigger number. It's a bigger deal. Shout out to Mary Kay Letourneau. I hope they're doing it's important yeah, She died in my favorite shit. city, Des Moines, Washington. So, and she a, apparently huh? lived in Des Moines, Washington. Huh? I don't know. I've never heard of that before. I didn't even know that was a place. Ross comes in. He's all broken up about <laughs> Julie. Good segue, Nate. Uh, JP, pop quiz. Mm-hmm. He's talking about Julie's sailing solution. You remember what movie this is referenced in? Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, great music. Can I phone a friend? You can phone a friend. Who do you, you can phone uh Chris White, mm-hmm. Cy, mm-hmm. or Chid. And AT&T will be connecting us. All right. Uh AT&T, please connect to Cy says Yeti. No. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. All right, AT&T, we get Cy on the line. Oh. Hey JP, you never call Hi, me. Cy. What's up? Dude, I just want to let you know I'm pregnant. Oh. Yep. That's it. I thought I thought that we used protection. Yeah. And that's, you. that's your time limit on the on Okay, the my answer is uh breast by side. It was not a, it's not in breast mode. So they talk about Julie's sailing solution in Undercover Brother. It is the quiz is the pop quiz that Neil Patrick Harris gives to the undercover brother to determine if he's white enough to infiltrate the man's lair. It's a joke that actually made me the racist, if you think about it. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Nate, I, I have never seen Undercover Brother. Oh, you got to check out Undercover Brother, JP. It's so funny. All right. You, you don't have to. Chris Kattan's in it. <laughs> I, like, I like Chris Kattan. You're a he Chris plays, Kattan stan? I am a Chris the Kattan Look, I could, the watch him, I could watch that scene from Corky Romano where he's high on coke and he's giving a, a lecture to a bunch of kids. It, it, that scene is just comical. The rest of the Working movie couldn't tell you anything slaps. about it. It's nice. What about when he's just selling cookies as the Girl Scouts, JP? Oh my god! <laughs> Can I propose an alternate Friends universe to you guys? Yeah. yeah. Is it the, wait, is it the one where Ross? Is it one where Ross and Monica can finally be together? It's not. Oh. Think about the trajectory of the show and how many storylines they would lose if Ross had just stayed with Julie. I, oh. We wouldn't, I did we have, wouldn't a, have the I did have a, a point about that, Cy, because I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, 
this is a nice episode and it sets up the, you know, it's the buildup to the letdown or it's the letdown to the buildup or whatever. It's basically like the character almost has what he wants, but now we have to take it away so that we can, he can get it later essentially. And that's, you know, classic hero. But um, the thing that's interesting about it is like all of the Rachel Ross posturing and everything is kind of all for nothing. Like in the trajectory of the show, none of it ultimately really matters. And the show spends so much time worrying about the two of them for the first four seasons or whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, you can, you can make a lot of parallels to like how I met your mother, how they had 15 seasons. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But they had, they had had 15 seasons uh, based on how uh, Ted met, you know, his children's mother and he was chasing after Robin this whole time. And it turns out that Robin wasn't the mother of the kids, but then him and Robin got together at the end of the 15 seasons anyway. And it's just like, why did you even do the whole fucking show? Like that makes no sense to me. He just wanted to brag. What was that, Chris? I'm going to have to be. I've never even heard of that show. What network was that on? Oh my God. No, he literally, he just spent the whole like 30 seasons uh, bragging to his kids about boning other women that weren't their mother. Although a it's lot not of stories that I never plan on telling my children. He, he t- but in fairness, it's Bob Saget who's telling his kids that. So Bob Saget would definitely tell his kids those stories. For sure. And it's not the same thing because Ross and Rachel get together. They do? We get closure. We get, we, we I never get, saw the last episode we get off at the end of show. Friends. Oh, yeah. Hold Jesus on. Jesus Christ, oh, dude. There are a lot of people who are probably spoilers. listening to your show who are watching this live while you're reviewing the, the episodes way, of the get show. Together I can't believe you ruin this. Yeah. All right, I'm not my problem, man. They get together at the end of the series. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lot of beeping in this episode. I, hey, audience members, just know that um, everybody in this room, except for me, decided to spoil everything you could possibly spoil. That's why the last five minutes of this podcast yeah. have been nothing but beeps. JP, why aspect. don't you why don't you tell them how the book yeah, that you please. read this morning on your own ended? Okay, no, this is what was cool. It was very meta. Um, I finished reading and I closed the book. And that was wow. it. The end. Yeah. That's, that's good writing, that's man. A, that's a lot to take. Does anyone want to guess how many people writing. watch this episode upon Beep. its initial airing? Um, Please tell us. It's got to be huge. We're in, we're in the middle of Someone guess. Give me a number. Closest after that going the kiss last week. A million for Nate. That's pretty good. Uh, One dollar for yeah. JP. That's, that's also a really good guess. Sai, your guess. Wow, Sai is the winner of how many people watch this. It was actually 32.9 million. Basically, 33 million people watch this new. Jesus, that's insane. That just proves that there was nothing good on television at this time. How dare you? Well, this was good. This was on TV and it was good. Yep. This we got nothing was, anymore, man. Those this numbers was one are of the insane. Episodes of the, uh, although it's fairly average, but one of the higher rated episodes of the season. And apparently, like they, they were right after the Super Bowl this season. <laughs> They all wanted to see what and, happened, and happened after episodes. the kiss. That's why. And if oh, not this one, right after the that's Super what I'm Bowl? saying. They said 33 million people, oh. and they had they're right after the Super Bowl a few weeks later, and that only had 53 million people. So, like, they only added 20 million the, people. The talk around the water cooler was: <laughs> Did you hear Ross kiss Rachel? Yeah. Oh He's cheating God. on Julie. Imagine who's Julie? No remembers Julie? <laughs> that, wow! Wasn't that, Poor Julie. They didn't even they they didn't even kill her on screen. 
Poor sweet Julie. She didn't do anything wrong. I'm I'm a little upset for Julie. Can we get the yeah. hashtag justice for Julie going? Because Ross cheated mm. on Julie for Rachel. I think we see her get together with somebody in the future. Yeah, it's the it's the dad from the last episode. Yes. Newly divorced. Is Julie the one where he <laughs> yes. rolls over on the juice box with? Did that happen? No, that's Rachel. That's Rachel. That's coming, baby. That's Sorry, coming. Don't, you, don't you worry. Um, Phoebe. More beeping. Just All right, so Nate's going gonna, Nate's gonna to get us back on track now. Phoebe plays okay, her so funny. We, we talked about the pre-credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We're in the first scene still. Uh, <laughs> you should have known better fun. before you invited us both on. <laughs> I know, I know. Go. We split you up for a reason, dude. Uh, Phoebe plays her funny song about Betty and Neil, right? Those yes. are the names. Yep. Um, and I like. I think the song was kind of uh, like a, it was. It was like topical. Like if you really, if you think about it, not as of the people she was singing about, it felt like it kind of was talking about. Yeah, like, I like thought Ross. it would also had a really great yeah, misdirection joke in it. I didn't get that impression. Could say Julie, but she says <laughs> Muli or something. It's good. It's good writing. Muli. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, and I like how it's clearly like an eight minute song because there's like a there's like a long transition. What are you drinking, JP? It's a little shoe. If I wanted to show Chris White and Cy, mm. because I think mm. they would both care. Oh, you don't want to show me? Doesn't okay. think I care. Is that uh, a, is that a Belgian? Is that a Belgian? Uh... It is. It's a. This yeah. one is a Belgian style blonde. Um, and Chris White and I both had them over in 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 what Belgium. Belgian style blonde. What's the ABV on that bad, Larry? We did. Yes. Actually, I don't know that we met any Belgian people. This is an eight point zero alcohol slash volume. That's high for that's high for a blonde ale. Were the people we were buying the aforementioned shoe from, and they hated us because it was like five minutes before they were trying to close. And we were like, we found a place that can sell us beer, and we're like skipping around. And everyone's like, this thing is four euros. It's it's really nice to know that that's like when he says people. I was mostly the one that was doing like cartwheels around the store, being like, holy shit, this thing that's eight dollars in America. I'm getting. It's really nice to know that the a thing that really like uh, transfers from country to country, like lots of things culturally different. But trying to close a store and some jackass is coming in right before close and buying stuff is universal. (laughs) It will. Also, they close at six. They were closing at six p.m. Was it a Sunday? No. It's the Lord's Day. You need to let them get their rest. No, I, yeah. I would also I would also point out that I was very glad to see that finding my overzealous enthusiasm annoying is mm-hmm. is a is a global mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. It's not just an American thing. No, it's an American thing for sure. <laughs> uh, Nate, come on, get get on topic, buddy. Yeah, Nate. Monica takes the meeting for Mocklet. With Michael McKeon. Michael McKeon. You guys there. like chocolate? <laughs> yeah, with Michael McKeon. Okay, I, I it's so funny. So I love him. Yeah, so he's much. great. Now, they really thought that the word mocklet yeah. was fucking hysterical, and they it they, is kind of fucking hysterical. Into, I, I guess, but like they played it like it was the funniest punchline ever, and like they at said the, the word mocklet like fifteen times in a thirty second conversation. But I mean, at the time, I don't, I don't think there was as much parody going on in in, in comedy hijinks, like. As far as like using something like mocklet, like I, I think 1997 me would have found that very funny. I, I've never heard of mocklet. 2021 Nate found it fucking hysterical. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm the I, I think I'm that the, the mocklet piece in general was not the JP. most well. There are a few jokes there that, especially, I mean, we can get to it, but 
the reveal of the mocklet thing at the end when he's like, oh, did you didn't eat a lot of it, did you? And she's like, yes, I, I ate an amount that you would eat. <laughs> and what he says is, some of it. <laughs> does it burn when you pee, basically? That's yeah. funny, because yeah. I said that earlier. But here's the thing. That's, not, that's pretty mm-hmm. shitty. Like, I think that they, it feels like a joke that could have been punched up, that they could have beaten, and they just were like, oh, we're done. We're done writing here. I don't know. And So, and again, as, as I said earlier, they had to put in something that they could call, like, a Thanksgiving storyline. Yeah. So they just tacked this on. And I think that the poor quality of it was almost like a middle finger to the studio like we're writing much better things but sure yeah, yeah. here's your stupid mocklet storyline up oh, jp nate. nate the knocking is coming from your source and i need you to stop so we can get all of the beautiful things you're saying recorded on the podcast all right i think Take i back up i think i know what it is I think it was my microphone was leaning against my laptop i'm a mess shook. i'm a mess it's like the cooking stream all over again <laughs> oh no I'm you a natural. Isolate the hosts of the show <laughs> and mock them with it. Maybe, maybe Chid can attest to this, but I'm a natural uh, shaker, and I typically shake my leg quite a bit. And I'm right. sure he picks up on it. In the and I've been working really hard at not You're moving at all when I talk. But it's okay. Um, I don't actually notice that as much as I notice like yeah. your long, uh, un, like the things you say under your breath when I'm editing. Where you're like, it's fucking. It's fucking shit. Fucking bring it to my house and shit. Hey, murder dead fuckhead. Murder's so cool. Uh, I love murder. Oh fuck, that's fucking crazy. That's a killer murder. Hey, I mute my mic for all my burps. I I don't. Sometimes I burp in the middle of talking. It's a real treat. I feel like. I feel like Cy talking about burping into the mic has been a common theme of Cy whenever he's recorded with us. Bragging yeah, I, on, I think bragging I, on I, not on, on having better control over his mic burps. Oh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I, I remember talking shit about how Chid has to edit out all of my sound because I'm a nervous wreck and I'm always moving around and stuff. You guys want to know a, a yes. Chandler line from this episode that I say a lot? Yes, please. Whenever somebody's complaining about something that's awesome. I'm like, I, I say what Chandler said. Oh, boo-hoo. Two women love me. Oh, boo-hoo. They're both beautiful and sexy. Oh, boo-hoo. My wallet's too small for my 50s, and my diamond shoes are too tight. That is good. That, that was that a good is, line. That's good. That's a good line. Also, <laughs> I, is it too early to, to pick my, my person of the episode? It is. You yeah. got to hold it. You got to hold it. Too early. Do not tell us that right now. And don't picture our Depardieu because I know that's what you're thinking, and I'm telling you, he's canceled. Is it too early to pick my person of the series? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pick it. I'm gonna pick Go it. ahead, Sai. You know what? Go ahead. Hey, no, I'm not it. going Go to based on, based on how Chid's giving me such a hard time. I'm not going to pick it. Wait. Chandler has a bunch of funny lines in this scene. He says, "Don't touch the computer. Don't ever touch the computer." And then when and then Joey almost touches it again. Yep. And then when they're making the terrible list, uh, he says, do you guys want to play Doom? Uh, <laughs> that's really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they make a list of Rachel's flaws. Ross and the boys do the worst possible thing you could possibly do. It's like they didn't, a, even, they didn't even watch, watch Mean Girls. Like, come on, guys. Right. Like, this is amateur. The thing that's funny is, uh, about it is, so you're, as you're saying, this Mocklet plot was, like the C plot was not originally maybe in the episode and they added it last minute, which it kind of feels like it jokes-wise. 
but was the original C plot like just about Chandler and his computer? Was that like is it a whole plot? <laughs> See, I would have watched that. I would have watched that. The other Chandler part with his computer is really funny too when he's on tech support with the guy. <laughs> and they start talking about Star Trek. He says, the, the hotline he says What's joke? going on in the background? Yeah, for a hotline. <laughs> Are you watching Star Trek? And then later in the scene, he's like, Wow, so Spock hugs his father. <laughs> Talking about Star Trek with the guy. Um, Ross breaks up with Julie. Off camera. Again, off camera. Dumps her like hot garbage. Look what they did to my boy. Uh, And then Rachel comes in and Ross tells her. And Rachel sees the list on Chandler's computer. But before she sees sees the list, they only hug. Their their response to this news is... Weird, friendly hug. They also well, had a and weird Chandler. audience where Joey and, yeah, and, Joey and Chandler, Chandler are being weird. <laughs> no, that was a weird. theme. That was a theme in the episode of people watching uncomfortable moments when they really shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah that happens real soon yeah. after that too. Um, but yeah, no, I just and the audience blew up as if this was the moment that Ross and Rachel were finally together. Like, guys, it's what on. we've been waiting for, man. It's like, it's like the audience hadn't even watched Friends before. We're so I close would, to busting. I've been waiting one season and then another seven episodes of the second season for this to happen. Yeah. Well, I thought it was weird when Ross tells her that he broke up with her. He, the way he says it is he's like, look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you just made me do or whatever. It's weird. I don't know. It's Chid's singing Ross, on our podcast. Ross is absolutely a, an emotional manipulator. We've talked about this. He's a stalker. He's an emotional manipulator. And I think he was really very, very much like, hey, hey, look how great I am. I did this for you. And all the friends enable him, too. You saw Chandler and Joey behind him like, yeah, he did it. He broke up with her for you. So no, their, JP, hug, their I, hug was cute. Their hug there's was a cute. lot of weird. There's a lot, a lot of weird. How old is everyone in this? Him. Like 24, 26. Like, okay. Yeah. Then it like early 20s. I mean, this thing yeah. is more excusable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're young. JP, I keep saying that like certain friends like keep blowing it in social situations. I think mm-hmm. this is an example of that too. I think after Rachel sees the list and it prints out, and you know, there's this whole funny scene. I think Joey and Chandler could have been like, "No, we did that. Ross didn't do yeah. that," and it would have been like it would have been it completely saved him. Man, they so kind of blew I, it and ran and it, away. And it's that sitcom logic that like sometimes they ask us to believe stupid premises, and as some, this 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 kind of falls into that category of like sometimes they ask us to believe that the characters would act in a way that yeah. no one on earth would act. No one would ever. It was, it was just cool. about to bust, and they then they cover they, it being they, a short story that Chandler is writing, and that has a character named Rachel. It's an interesting. I mean, it's a funny, it's a funny writing. Thing it's funny him deliver, you know, an improv, very stupid short story. But as someone who writes short stories, if if literally anyone was like, "Hey, what are you writing?" and and demanded that I read to them a work in progress, I would sooner shit my pants. I just would not do it. Would that no. Do you want to hear the story? Do you want to hear the story, Chandler's short story? Yes, Please, yes, I, would I have it here. Chandler's short story. I tweeted it today. We got one like. It was summer and it was hot. Rachel was there. I mean, that's a good opening. That's Honestly, her. let's just go. If As a writer, it was summer and it was hot. Not as specific as it could be is an opening line. Simple, very simple. It's simple, but getting right to okay, your character yeah, whatever. in the second sentence. Rachel was good. there. That's good writing. And we want, we want to get we want to get right to the conflict. Now, here's the so, 
what's next? Here's the interesting part, okay? It was summer and it was hot. Rachel was there. A lonely gray couch. No. Oh, look, cried Ned. And the kingdom was his forever, the end. Yeah, that's a great one. That's pretty good. I'm interested. We're talking about it. Kingdom was his. <laughs> the end. So you need three things um, for a short story, okay? Okay. Some people call them the three things the elements of story, exposition, development, drama. Those are the three parts of a plot. So the exposition is kind of what's happening, who the characters are, what's going on in their lives before the story takes place. Development is the thing that changes the characters or forces them to change. And the drama is kind of like them reacting to the to the development. And and so sort of like uh, development is like, usually you want that in the first paragraph of the story. And the drama is kind of the rest of the story. I see all, all of there. that That's here. what I'm saying. Perfectly written. Honestly, like, yeah, I think that Chandler, instead of doing the Weenus report, uh, should have gone in, into the Iowa Writers Workshop, honestly. I think he missed his calling. And it would have been easier for him to get into Absolutely. it back in the 90s. I- I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I respectfully disagree because there are three elements to any story, but um, Chid got them wrong. And here's what the elements are. You need a season yep. of the year. You mm-hmm. need a piece of furniture. And you need a kingdom. Yeah. That's all I here, mean, too. Yeah. J.P. Williams reads 700-page novels it's a perfect, on Sunday morning. It's a, just knocks them out and then goes on with his day. Yeah. yeah. That's just, just knock them out. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. Ready mm-hmm. to move on. Hey, are you reading Middlemarch in the middle of March right now? Yeah, J.P. <laughs> oh well, you should check it out. It's it's one of the best journalism. Yeah, sure, you can not finish it in a couple hours. Did you? Did, I got my first solicitation for doing uh, uh, brackets. So, was it from Chid and the <laughs> rounding down DM? No, no. Although I, I'm sure it's going to show up in there. But yeah, no. I'm. I, I it it's bracket I just, season. I got in trouble for doing that. You the did. DM is bad news. Uh, no, I well. There's someone who has been on Rounding Down before, uh, Girl Wonder, whom I uh, enjoy. And she every year does a March Madness bracket. And I'm actually not even going to do a bracket this year. Every year I just go into the group DM because she posts the link and then gives the password. And everyone just trolls her and asks, like, where's the link? What's the password? It's a thing we've all been doing to her every year for the last four to five years. This sounds and, like the, uh, the, the origin of the what time is this joke. No, that's, I, I mean, there's about. other, that was genuine. That was me genuinely not reading the flyer. What's that? <laughs> not only what time it was, <laughs> I don't know what that bit is. So, uh, but this was uh, a thing that I do is I just ask her for the password and people demand the link and all that. So I shared it to our, our larger group. And then she was like, I don't want like a million people. I don't know in the thing. So anyway, you, you can be invited, but I don't, you know, you're, she's also was a former attorney. So if you become a liquor store owner soon, then you'll have the same life trajectory as her. Wow. That, that's a good trajectory, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Move to a rural place and open a liquor, liquor store. I mean, Texas, it's, it, I live in a city in Texas. It's basically rural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, are you, when it's safe to go to concerts again, JP, since you live in Texas, are you going to go to the concert festival, uh, Chaos and Tejas? That sounds like a yes. Yeah, I'm going to go to that. Now, the what kind of show is that, side? What kind of show is that? It, it, it's, uh, it's like a metal and hardcore kind of thing. Oh, man. We'll JP, the Friendsmen are going are gonna to do a live show at an insane clown posse festival. We're going we're gonna to perform. The gathering? Right? Yeah, we're going to do a gathering show. Oh, wow. You have to go to Ohio. I'm sorry. That's fine. That's totally cool. We'll go. 
it's, hey, it's not like right it's now? not What's cool ohio there? it's the middle of nowhere ohio am i eating pickles right now no this is my um can of tobacco oh okay <laughs> i thought i saw you unscrew a jar so no. you're gonna start munching on some pickles. I would love no. that. Nate, that next, next episode. Wish I had a yep, next episode. That's gonna. It's such a baller move. <laughs> you start eating pickles loudly on the podcast. <laughs> just grab a pickle spear and you're just like unannounced. You just like, totally just surprise the guest with it. Clearly, no refrigeration unit in here. I just keep them in here. Um, I think so, it would be even more of a power move to just pull out a cucumber and just like bite off the end of a giant cucumber. That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds, that's, actually, that's an even more of a power move. It sounds like Sai's got snack. a specific fetish that he wants <laughs> to explore in this podcast. A cucumber Did you eat more cucumbers on the show? I've never Sorry. noticed that, no. Sorry. All the best kinds of foods are shaped like dicks. <laughs> Chris, isolate that. Sorry. <laughs> mm, interesting, interesting. So what did you yeah. guys think of the list? What, and I don't mean the concept of doing the list, but what about the actual items that were on the list yeah i, I have thoughts them. on that because the uh J- joey going right to like she has kind of chubby ankles is a weird like that's a thing that he's been ruminating on for quite a while yeah and also ross didn't say it but takes the blame for it yes which yeah. he never says like that was joey's which i guess props to At ross that point, that's it the didn't one matter though that was the last thing on the list yeah also, he was like, already the kind of sniveling point. loser that he would be like don't even see that so this is nice of him for covering for his friend who otherwise is like hurting a friend a fellow friend's feelings for no reason so i guess yeah. i i stand behind him for that but the thing that's funny is they say he says she's kind of ditzy which is like uh i don't believe that to be i mean i haven't rewatched the first season and a half with you guys along to be perfectly transparent uh but i don't recall that being part of her character as being ditzy if that makes sense I, yes? I compl- <laughs> can i clarify chid yes Ross has known Rachel since they were children. They went to high school sure. together and everything. And we will see um, snippets of the friends in the past where you will see Rachel being a little ditzy. And I, I don't approve of that word, but, you know, that's the word he used. So that's the word I'm in. We actually see exactly the opposite from her in the later yeah, sure. scene where she's clearly smart as shit. And she's also like, <laughs> she's like. She just expresses herself very well and her anger in a way that's like emotionally intelligent in a way that kind of sort of Ross isn't. Um, I, and I, so it just like it really, you know, it, it just I was so impressed. I, this we've talked about this season. Jennifer Aniston has been given some good scenes because they recognize that Jennifer Aniston was actually a very talented actress. And I will say the she's part, growing and the character of Rachel is growing, too. Yeah. And so I, I think later on, I, I felt like it was just completely undercutting. Like, no, she seemed like the smartest person in the room and also yelled at everyone to stop doing what she said not to do. Like it was it, yeah. it just kind of played entirely against that idea that she's ditzy or I mean, she just so, she's a baller. Like she's an absolute baller. The thing you're referencing, JP, is Ross. Well, he climbs he climbs up the side of the building first. Dangerous. Which is so you, a real he, psycho. He probably grabbed grabbed onto some panties for uh, for, for yeah. traction on the way out. He's peeking into windows of other women on the way out. How? Like what floor? Can we just briefly? What floor do we believe they're on? Because they're obviously in New York City. Like I don't think they ever specifically say it, but we know that there's someone above and below them. That's the established to believe. There's no one above them. They are. Okay. They are in the penthouse apartment. That's uh, fucking insane. So yeah, he's at least twelve floors up, but probably it's at least ten or like, twelve floors. Probably more like thirty or forty. Yeah. 
<laughs> also, he held an umbrella while it was raining while climbing right. 12 stories, which is climbing you know, up a fire. Believable. <laughs> Insanity. Um, and when he gets in, he's acting like a real weirdo. He's like, he's being like real whiny and snivelly and like, I don't know. So he's Ross, not- he's, he's being a real Ross type. Yeah, he exactly. is. He's definitely, a, this is, you know, he's a real Ross here. And oh, so there's there's no no elevator. Is there an elevator in their apartment? Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. just stairs. So I guess it can't be like 40 floors. It's probably like, it's probably like, probably like 10. 10 to 12. How yeah. would you get us a couch up those stairs? Yeah, that's the thing. Like those must be furnished apartments because you're not moving furniture up and down those stairs. Although maybe that's also why they live in those apartments for forever. JP, like, when, when you go to Amsterdam, mm-hmm. all the houses are very uh, small, very small staircases going up to the like fourth floor and everything. And all the houses on the front of them have hooks, mm-hmm. big industrial hooks and like pulleys and stuff like that. And it's code. You have to have them on your house. And it's for lifting up furniture in the front of the building and pushing it through a window instead of oh, that's and livestock house. as well. And livestock. Yeah, if you that's want your goats in your house, of course, yeah. or your cows. If you need cows slaughtering in animals in the too. house, you yeah, gotta just lift it by the hooks. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to bring up another point uh, in the, from the list. Um, and more so when Rachel was going over the list with Ross later on. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically he said that, uh, he only said that she was sometimes spoiled. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically he was, he was arguing, uh, to the degree at which he said that she was spoiled. He wasn't saying that she didn't say she was spoiled. Or she wasn't spoiled, but it actually reminded me of an argument, uh, not an argument, but a conversation that I had with my wife. Uh, because when we first started dating, I guess I was having a dream and I, uh, I hit her in my sleep. Um, and she, she was telling me about it. She was telling me about it the next day. I was like, I kind of remember, I'm sorry that I hit you, but I, I, (laughs) my argument with her, because I felt bad, but my argument was that, uh, I didn't have a closed fist. And she's like, I'm sorry. Are you arguing with me to the degree at which you hit me while you're yeah, sleeping? It was only, you and, were saying it was first degree and she was saying it was eighth yeah. degree. Wow. Wow. But, wow. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. And she still married you later? She did uh, because she knew it was an accident. I just, I was feeling defensive at that moment. And I was like, I mean, it was, it was an open when, hand. When you say you were feeling defensive at that moment, do you mean when you hit her or when <laughs> you were defending yourself later on? Wait, no, wait, wait. I was wait, asleep. No. Sorry. You have to stop saying that it was an open hand and <laughs> the fact that you were dreaming. <laughs> I do uh, think that's the more salient point. It was an is open that hand. Asleep, not yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, this is a, this is a guy who installs MDF and soundproofs his home, and he has it so that no one can hear the screams. Obviously, I've been saying that on our show for years now. Oh, so, side, did you design Nate's murder shed where he's recording the podcast from? No, but we talked about it before you guys got on. <laughs> Nate's, Nate's shed looks like honestly your shed looks like uh the beginning of iron man where uh what's his name goes into the place and the thing I don't oh know. yeah and no no not with the in the stuff there yeah the guy yeah, the yeah. guy the iron guy he goes the, the cave the, place. the cave in and it, and the thing afghanistan in his, in his heart good. and there's a mirror yeah, there's you a mirror. Like the there's zero a mirror. And, and then it's like and then he's like uh bobby Chid, less than zero that's his name Chid, you're right i am a lot like tony stark that's his name. Tony, Tony Tony Stark. I only have room in my heart for one Tony, Tony Soprano. Tony Macaroni. No, I just restarted Soprano. the Sopranos. As you should. Great show. 
I recommend you read a book that's 700 pages called The Soprano Sessions as you watch it. Great book. Ooh, that's interesting. Get that. Get that bad boy. I don't read shit. I don't read. No, you see, that's every podcast needs one person who knows how to read and one person who's literate. That's exactly what makes podcast dynamite. That's how Cy and I work as well. And I think, Eli, (laughs) that's why you and I got along so well, you know? The metatextual layers in this that are just connecting the Buzzcast universe here are deep and strong, and I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us here. You guys are on the show. Maybe we should talk about this. JP had a really great idea a while back where we swap hosts and we Mm. do rounding men and friends down. Mm -hmm. And then we do... No. (laughs) Never mind. No, I think that was it. Nate, I think that, that that covered all of it. Chid and I are very big on partner swapping, both on podcasts and in, in real off, life. Yeah, we yeah. do. We've done a life. I mean, this. Listen, here's the thing. So I got married because he wants to do a life swap, wife swap with me at some point. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and uh, that might happen. And then you know, who knows? Let's let's just see what happens. He wants to be a daddy, and he doesn't want to do any of the work to conceive children. And uh, so he can just you know, if we do a life swap, wife swap. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Conceiving children is the work. Oh, it's work if you're doing it right, my man. Uh, <laughs> oh, listen to these two dads bragging at each other. Yeah, wow. it's a little good. Yeah, I, I, I made a baby so good. No, I made the baby better. I did it for so long, and my wife was so satisfied. Oh, look, look at wow. that. It's the <laughs> physical manifestation of me ejaculating. Now wow. everyone's thinking about you guys coming. Uh, listen. Yeah. yeah, way to go. No, seriously, I, way to go. Yeah, Thanks. good job. Thank good you. job Thank on you. the sex. Congratulations. My youngest turns two this week. So uh, very excited for that. Chid, it's a, a real I thing. can confirm it's that Chid and Nate are both two times sex. sex havers. We've each at least had sex two times. Two times, yeah. at least. If not, I don't know many times that. I don't Four know what that. happened. I was unconscious for a lot of it, but it happened. I know that for sure. You just told us it was a lot of work if it, if we were doing it right. Oh, it's a lot of work if you're doing it right, my man. Do you know how many, you know how many open hand swings he took while he was sleeping? It's a lot it of work, It was an dude. open hand. It wasn't a closed fist. It's fine. Oh, my God. Oh, we cannot be making light of this. Oh, my God. I, well, listen. I told you that I was sleeping. It was an accident. And I don't know. I don't know how to dig myself out of this hole. You know I'm just going to keep saying it hole? over. No, I know how to dig a hole for sure. He so doesn't I, know how to dick himself out so of I think hole. the important thing is it was an accident and you did it in your sleep. And it yeah. doesn't matter that it, if it was closed fist, open hand or with no, a weapon. No, I, That's like I first should, degree. That's like zero degree. I like should have not, not had a dream where I was defending myself and accidentally hit my then girlfriend. But it was open fist, as he keeps saying. I mean, let's get to the deeper, the more important point here. Aside from it being that it was it was open hand, um, why were you sleeping with a woman in the same bed before you were married? Yeah, nice. before wedlock. Side. Well, what happened That's was there was, there was a snowstorm, and both of both of our clothes got wet, and the heat wasn't working. So okay. it was a situation oh, she where she got stuck in the dryer. 
yeah, there was a situation. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like her step bro. Uh, but no. <laughs> okay. Uh, JP, you're doing good, man. <laughs> wait, what is this a reference to? I don't understand this. The same reference. thing that we were JP's really into Monica and Chandler or Monica yeah. and Ross getting yeah. together by getting stuck in the dryer. I think I right, JP, look, I just sleeves posted something about his stepsister keeps getting stuck in the dryer. And I just thought, Oh, I want to be cool. Like sleeves. That, so that's JP. Just, I don't know what it means. Referencing. I just want to I don't even know what a stepsister is. Never heard of that. AP, we are writing a friend's spec script and we're going to do a table read of it. And I would really encourage you to let this creativity out into that medium. And That's like, fair. let's, let's write into the script. Like, Oh my God, Monica found out that she's adopted. And like, may I, this, may I this brings up all these new possibilities. Oh that my we can God. Explore. The As one someone Monica careful. gets a dryer. When As you write that spec script, be really careful that there are no people of color in it because then people wouldn't believe that it's actually an episode of Friends. Yeah, that's absolutely. true. And it's only going to be written by men because that's how they did this show. That too, yes. yes. As someone who can't read, uh, can I please participate in your, your table read? Absolutely. Uh, now, Thank you. Now, you guys know that uh, Franklin actually has a spec a, script he wrote for, for the sitcom Gunther, which is Gunther a follow-up to Friends. Isn't that the name of your dog? Uh, no, that's Gunther. Gunther. Uh, <laughs> he won't change it to Gunther. I don't. I've talked to him about it. He won't do it. Gunther. <laughs> um, and we're trying to get his his script so we can do. We're a currently her. I, I think you're going to have to. I think you're going to have to pry that out of his cold dead hands. Franklin strikes me as the type who's not going to share that. <laughs> he was pretty excited about it. I haven't written a spec we've, script yet, but I got to do that. That's something I've been meaning to do. Honestly, it's really I think, fun, Chid. And speaking of things we've been meaning to do, JP, did you get a female dog named Punter yet? Have you done that yet? Spelled P-U-N-T-E-R. Has that happened yet? It has not happened yet, but okay, it will be so happening. Listen, we all got to get I, around to the things we got to do. And to answer the question that you asked us earlier, yes, we'll do a wife swap with you guys. Nice. Wow. Life swap, wife swap. Yep. JP, did you see my funny tweet with that Flintstones picture? I just saw it because I was looking for the other one you referenced where you uh, you quoted. Uh, it, it, it's perfect, buddy. It's perfect. I, Did you guys see that? Are you Fred or Barney? You're Fred because I think okay. you're taller than me. Okay. Okay. And yeah. I, I think I think my wife and your wife pretty much encapsulate the Wilma and Betty dynamic pretty perfectly. And also incredibly, incredibly much hotter than their, their caveman husband. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. With no necks. Did yep. you guys see the, the Seth MacFarlane Flintstones picture? Yeah, I saw that still. That was weird. I tweeted it and said, when me and JP's wives meet each other. That's I like I'm it. Gonna Listen, if I'm going to do a life swap, life swap with anyone, it's going to be the person who lives in Las Vegas because that's where I want to live. And honestly, like, I don't think that our kids would really notice a difference. We're each going with, you know, two kids and we're just replacing one Italian guy with another uh, different coast. We both whatever. wear striped oh, tank yeah. tops. Yeah. Hey. hey. Oh. oh. I'm going to send you one, Sack. Thank you. Hey, I'll, I'll wear it every time we record together. Hey, I'm dad in here. <laughs> yeah. Let me so, you just Ross dedicates the song to Rachel on the radio. He calls Monica and gives a real set. Hi. Uh, and yeah, okay. This this oh. may be the first appearance and throughout the episode of, of emo Ross. And I fucking hated him. I hated it. Ooh. I, Hi guys! <laughs> fucking okay, Eeyore. I want to fuck up. I want to take a chance to uh, an opportunity here to talk about something, and I I know that Shade will chime in, right in on this. Uh, but this was like the golden age where they could still play 
pop music on sitcoms and they didn't have to do some weird like version of it. And I was just like, I was listening to that, you know, the actual version of the U2 song that Ross played for Rachel. And I was just like, man, I miss when things weren't as uh, copyright heavy and you could still like, you know, play like, because you can even see it in like uh, criminal minds, for instance, which is a show that I really like in the first couple seasons, they use actual songs that are, you know, by bands. And then later on, it's just like, you've never heard anything that they're playing because they can't, they don't have the rights to play things anymore. Is it? Is that a nice? Is that a rights thing, or is it just like the fact that the show's had thirty-three million viewers, so they could it's, spend a million dollars to clear a song, whereas now they just you know don't bother anymore? I don't know. The two I think it's a little bit of both. That for us. This is obviously a very popular point in the show's trajectory. Uh, they just had a musician on a couple episodes ago, and she played a song too. So it seems like something they're trying. This is the lead singer oh, from the protagonist. That is right. Yeah, Chrissy Hine. Yeah. yeah. I, it's so, but yeah, it's uh, the, yes. They also put out a CD, I think, after this season that was like a Friends soundtrack, soundtrack. CD. I bet. Nate, yeah. did you have it? Because I know you I have the greatest hits DVDs. I don't know that, but I, I fully believe that they put it out. You're not a music guy. I don't seeing that. Would have it. It, was I probably, it was probably nowhere as good as when The Simpsons put out their uh, their album that included Songs uh, of Springfield. Yes. Uh, yeah, this it's probably fairly contemporaneous to that friend soundtrack CD to Songs in the Cube Springfield, I believe is, is what it was called. Um, but yeah, that soundtrack, I had it. I got it from BMG or Columbia House, and it did have With or Without You on it. That was definitely on it. Was that uh, one of the, did you pay one penny for that album? I'm sure I paid one penny, yes. Uh, and then, you know, received a bill, but I was 12, so I shouldn't <laughs> have been able to order things on credit that I didn't have. Anyway, what a time. You still All owe right, BMG so- for that? Yeah, I still owe them money. My credit's fucked. Listen, BMG's been tracking me down. I with with the vig that I owe them, man. I owe them like two hundred million dollars. Not the vig. Yeah, with the vig. Like honestly, unless I'm Jeff Bezos, I can't pay them back in my life. And we all know know what what the vig is, and we don't even need to talk about what it is. Yeah, two two million dollars is a fine price to pay for that gem of a B side by the Counting Crows, Einstein on the Beach. Hey, Chris, Mm. can you do Mm. me a favor? Can you play the YouTube video I, I just put in the chat so that everybody can hear it? This is how I feel about music. This is this what it sounds like when I talk about you music. In a new Hyundai. I love the new Hyundai. Yeah. Oh, Hyundai. Well, happy, happy Hyundai days. Bro, I drive happy a Hyundai. Hyundai this episode of Friends Man is brought to you by Hyundai. Hell yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Listen, if you get me one of those, uh, what's it called? Hey, what's this, is how, this is how I feel about music. Hmm. I'm going to have to edit this. There's yeah, no, a lot of nonsense. Chris is thinking about all the work he's going to have to do. <laughs> is this clip. music? I love, I can't get enough of that sweet music. Hey, how about we get some music on here, huh? There is music on? That's great. I love music. This mm. is good. Is this animals? Instruments? Mm. Mm. That's great. If I ever have a kid, I'm going to let him listen to music. Because music is seems pretty fine to do listen to. How about we turn yeah. on some music? I gotta That's get a Hyundai Palisade. That reminds me. I love me. this song. Put it where? There's 30 more seconds of this. Bit. I love this. Do you song. think he's got Never mind. Just cut it off. I just I, I just really need a Hyundai Palisade. I just want. <laughs> Let's that. give these guys a Hyundai. I don't think they make that anymore, Chitty. No, Palisade's the new one. That's the new full size SUV. Listen, three rows. I thought of the new one was the Kona. The the Palisade is their high top of the line. Hyundai. It's three rows of luxury. That's the high quality. Like a family of 12 in it. It's great. I know that some people say that if you get like the 
S trim in it. People think it looks like a luxury car. You know, I'm just saying, got to get that, st- that Palisade. The Strim? The Strim, we're, yes. We're all hey, going to get hey, some this is, a, say, this is a family show, okay? You know, there's some cars that say slod on the back of them. S-L-A-W-D, like for all-wheel drive. They're SLs. They say slod. Slow all-wheel drive. I just say it slod like that every time I see it. Slod. Dakota has a plug-in electric that's going to going to be the low end comparison to uh, the Rivian trucks that the friends and nice. staff is going to drive. Late oh, yeah. oh, I cannot wait to get those Rivian automotives vehicles. Gonna we're going to pivot to Tesla. We're going to start uh, being Tesla guys that love Teslas and we're wow. all going to get Teslas and we're no, all going to no, die. No, 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 choice. No, some choice. some, no, some no. Tesla driver today was no. driving down the wrong side of the road. Yeah, hell yeah. And almost hit us. And uh, Who and says now, it's the wrong side of the road? As long as you're sticking <laughs> to the technology that goes on the road and not the technology that goes into space, you'll be safe. JP, you know what I, I told you? I didn't feel safe. I didn't. We were about to take you into the dog park and a car almost hit us. So no, Tesla, sorry, your product's bad because the people who buy it are bad. JP, obviously I'm being sarcastic. The product is bad itself too. <laughs> Did uh, you see that tweet? Someone was like- You know what? You know I what got, I told you? My insurance covered it, but um, still no answer as to why my Tesla just suddenly burst into flames. Yep, exactly. You know what I tell everyone about Tesla's, JP? Mm-mm. I test drove one once just for fun because like, you know, I wanted to see the auto driving and it was Tesla. It. I Tesla the te- I test, I Tesla Tesla drove Tesla drove. I can't get this. Um, so I, I they let you turn it. <laughs> Let's try it two more times, guys. Five more times. Sigh. Go ahead. Give me your best shot. I took it on a Tesla drive. Better. Good. That's pretty good. That's pretty Nailed good. It. Winner. They let you turn on the autopilot and everything. And it was pretty cool to see it like swerve around the road and everything and follow the, follow the road and everything. And then the guy tells you, Oh yeah, it doesn't work at stop signs and it doesn't work at stoplights either. You have to be in control of it for it to do that. Yeah. That makes sense. Cool. It's like, cool. Oh, cool. whoa. Cool. Cool. I've never heard anything about that. <laughs> That's like really weird that it doesn't work at stop lights. <laughs> That's insane. I know. Uh, so I would just, I would not, I would never use yeah, the auto. It's literally auto just drive. cruise control. It's just cruise exactly. control. Exactly. Yeah, it's it, not it's like cruise control. It's just yeah. cruise control it's, with better marketing. I like it's that you impressive. call it autopilot though, Nate. It is. It is impressive technology, but like it's, it's not anywhere near what they say it is. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm being sarcastic about it. Now, Nate, now, how Nate, are you going to tie that to... into the friends episode that we're supposed to be talking about? Oh, I yeah. was going to ask, I was going to ask if he had to inflate the autopilot, like in a uh, airplane. Too. <laughs> Yeah, it, it like pops out of the seat. That's really funny. Somebody should do that in the video. Uh, so Rachel calls the radio station and tells them what Ross did. And they cut the song off and say, they don't think that's very nice. Guy. They don't think it's very good. They don't want to play his song anymore. And then they say, so now we're going to play a song for a couple who has a chance to make it. And, and somebody got hit. Somebody the narrative is that the, the woman hit Whitney hit Jason with her car. <laughs> like, a really funny joke. <laughs> and then they play uh, a Beach Boys cover, which is an interesting choice. A very nineties. They blew Beach all their Boys money. Cover. They blew all their money on you too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got to say, uh, a good sad downer of an episode. Uh, as I said, you know, the part of the journey where it seems like everything's going great, but we're only episode eight in the season. Things aren't going to go great for another. Uh, Eight, a seven, or eight episodes. So. Spoilers. Mm, just saying. Wow, ice cold. You're absolutely right, Chid. You're absolutely right. Now, uh, like, before before we before we close out, though, we gotta. You, you, they had that follow up on Mocklet. Now, 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 Monica made something, and we did discuss the uh, the the. Oh, you didn't eat. You didn't. You didn't eat a lot of it, right? And, and 
it's fine. It's whatever. But um, the, the joke then, about the FDA approval is really funny too. How he just casually mentions like, "Oh yeah, our FDA approval fell through." <laughs> yeah, and then the new product it, it, it was called uh oh fish pistachios. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's good. They, they really good. separated fish fish material, and then he offers them to her, and he says, "Do you have any allergies?" And she's like, "Well, no. I mean, just cat hair." And he's like, "Oh, well, no, you can't have these." <laughs> yeah that's a good joke there's a few good jokes in this one i actually was surprised at the level of how good some of the jokes were uh because it, i think when Sai and i were both on in the first season uh there were some episodes that there there, there were obviously like some places where they didn't quite have the level of jokes it was more reaction based yeah. stuff yeah how dare you no i'm just saying no I, I i agree and i think um I, this this one encapsulates how when they do a good dramatic episode they they don't they haven't yet figured out how to also pack good jokes into that because I think they put all their energies into writing like the dramatic story. Yeah. This episode also written by uh, Crane and Kaufman, the uh, EPs are. Was it really? Yeah. They're written by credit. Yes. So, uh, you know, I don't know. It's a good episode. There's like a lot to like about it. I think that there's a lot of interesting stuff. Phoebe has that really good song thing. I think that, uh, the, the you know the Joey doesn't have the best episode, but he makes a funny joke to Monica when she's looking for a job, where he's like, "Would you cook naked?" And it's pretty funny that he sexually harasses her casually. Uh, and then also like uh, the nineties, you can do that still. Yeah, you could do and that, I, man. Chandler's if anything, it was good. progressive. Yeah, he's <laughs> fairly progressive. Um, but yeah, I don't. He's not a total creep in this episode. It was good. I think that they all have a decent uh, part in this episode, and for it being a Ross Rachel episode, where. Again, I don't think Ross is really the best, and um, it, it, it's a nice. It was a nice episode. I was surprised at how entertaining it was. Now, we have a very important question for you guys, don't we, JP? We do. Now, I say if we're going to ask this question, I think we got to go to Cy first because he was just yeah. Let's so start with hungry. Let's do so Cy hungry first. to answer this question. I, I, Cy, hi guys. What's the question? Who was your best friend? Chandler. Oh. It's always Chandler. It's Chandler, Chandler, baby. Chandler saves the show every time I watch it. So so fun. Uh, His comedic delivery uh, is wonderful. Uh, He tried. He tried to cover for his friend. Um, He was trying to, you know, keep the lie going for the the list. He he told that great short story that he wrote with all the parts in it. That great short story. Whichever school of writing you you went to, it it had all three parts that you need. He covered he covered all six parts on the JP Chidge short story spectrum. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say that he went to. I'd say he probably went to Brown because that story was a little experimental, honestly. And Brown's Mm -hmm. writing program is known for kind of non traditional Mm -hmm. uh, writing. Yep. So my my uh, my friends of the episode is Chandler, uh, a real a real good friend, a good short storyteller, a good mm-hmm. comedic delivery. That's who I'm going with. Was a tasty now, treat. Chid, you go. You go now. What's your, my kid, friend, of your, best best friend, of What's your friend? friend of the episode? My best friend was uh, very clearly uh, Phoebe. I think that she was the. Her song is good. There's a. It's a very good song, and I also like the idea of her just uh, freebasing songs off the dome, just totally freebasing. Uh, because uh, she just freebases that song about what's going on with Ross's life when she's is that, in a coffee house. Is that something? Do they script her songs, or is she is she ad libbing those on like when they're recording and stuff? Does anyone know that? It's not I, a thing. It's not a thing that she's ad libbing them. I, I think you could make the argument that maybe she did ad lib a lot of this one because it's about stuff that's happening to her yeah. right now. But they talk about how she works on writing her songs and everything. 
I was going to say, because I know Will Ferrell does a lot, like a lot of the stuff that ends up in, in his, you know, whatever they, they have him at the end with the, the gag reel or whatever, but it's, it's him kind of going on and on. And I just wondered if she was, wait, Cy, was your question actually, your question was if Lisa Kudrow was improvising that song when she was. Playing. Yes. And I said, ad libbing. Ah, gotcha. So I don't think, I think that, that was written, but I, the, in the reality of the show, it seems clear that Phoebe is improvising that song. Sure. Which is an insane thing to do when you're performing. Right. I also I also wonder the degree to which because Lisa Kutcher, we've talked about like she knows her character, I think, before anybody else really starts yeah. to figure out their character. And she just like has like this laser focus of what she wants Phoebe to be. And I'm wondering if she had a hand in writing any of the Phoebe songs. Oh yeah, that'd well, be interesting to know. If we know about the writer's room at this show, I'm gonna say no, they probably no. didn't let her in because she had a vagina. Yeah, yeah, no, they were like <laughs> This show is gross. Oh, gross it is. Show. It is. It's, it it's one of those. It's one of those shows that's just like you have to ignore that, or you'll never be able to enjoy a moment of the show. It's yeah. just, but it, it, it it's a thing that doesn't exist anymore. Representation. <laughs> is yeah, I know. Anywhere <laughs> in the world. Um, if he, who's no, your best friend of the episode? So much better. Best friend of the episode. Um. Yeah. God, it's tough because I really love Michael McKeon. I love him in everything, and I think he's so funny. And I thought that Mocklet was just so funny and such a well-written joke, and they really loved that storyline, and they really put a lot of heart into it and thought and time and effort. But I actually got to go with Rachel. I think, uh, I think, I think Rachel, Rachel stood up for herself and her – yeah, see, this is the difference. You wouldn't be, be effective if I put that on a list. I wouldn't write a list. Like, yeah. Fuck also, the best it. acting of the episode goes to Rachel for sure. Yeah, for by sure. Far, yeah, by far. Hundred um, percent. No, I just—it's like I—I I, I still have an affection for these characters on this dumb sitcom, and I was just like really proud of Rachel in that moment. Like she was, she made a strong point, and she also yelled at the other friends for trying to leave. Which was I feel like really Rachel's awkward dad. And funny. I'm proud of her. So, Nate, who was your best friend of the episode? My best friend of the episode is the the lady or man who got hit with a car who uh is just trying to save their relationship and they really want it to work out and they're dedicating songs to each other on the radio uh, i think that's really beautiful jp is beautiful i have two yeah. follow-up questions <laughs> sure they're both for chris uh chris <laughs> did you watch this episode before you came on to edit uh everything uh i watched wow i can't believe i just all I do is hate you guys for going before you talk. <laughs> and I just did it immediately. I watched the, I watched, I think every episode when they were live, like as a teen, but I haven't yeah. revisited. It's surprisingly okay. easy to follow just by listening, which is saying a little bit something about. <laughs> we do a show, good job of summarizing. Yeah, right? yeah. The quality of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. That's what he's who, saying for sure. And the, the other question was, who is your who is your friend of the episode? Oh, huge! Sorry, this is huge. This is so dude. sweet. Good, Chris White. We do need to know who was your best friend of the episode, based and only on listening to the four. Yeah, of us your memory. It's not show. official. It's not an official part of the episode, but this is so nice. Yeah, let's Chris was it. your best friend Hyundai. First of all, my best friend of the episode is Sai because he asked me that question, and no one has yeah. ever asked me before. This is really wow. good. Wow. Um. It's Ross. I always identify with Ross. I can oh, say no. Like, no, it's not true. <laughs> I don't know. It's Phoebe. Phoebe's the only funny one. 
I don't there know that is. I think Chandler's yep. actually funny, you guys. I'm not sure that. <laughs> don't like sure that. that. Phoebe's legit. Don't like hearing that. Can you mute yourself, Chris? <laughs> you and I don't have, we have different tastes in comedy, Chris, but thank you for answering my question, honestly. Wow. 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 Uh, so, uh, you know, we took, we started with Sai at the top. So I'm going to start with Chid. Chid, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, I would like to plug a show by the name of Rounding Down. It's a podcast. It's on the Buzzcast Network. You can listen to it. It comes out every Wednesday, typically Wednesday afternoons these days, because that's how long it takes me to edit it. And we have a lot of good episodes coming out. When is this episode coming out? Um, I, whatever. Two okay. weeks, probably. About two weeks. Great. Well, we have good episodes coming out. We have in April, uh, we're doing our, so that's coming out soon. It's our celebration of Alex. So every guest in April is named Alex. We have an, an April Holy of Alex's. Shit. And uh, all four episodes were jam-packed with Alex's. It's Alex we, April already? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, wow. and we're Are you very, guys doing Alex excited. brackets? We were going to try to do Alex brackets, but we realized that one Alex is a professional wrestler. Another Alex uh, is uh, not a professional wrestler. And uh, I just don't think it would be fair. And one Alex is is uh, a writer one alex is a canadian it's just a you know it wouldn't be a fair for if we were doing a bracket with those alex that's Should a I lot of that's a really diverse group of alexes yeah there's I, don't mean alexes. I don't mean to interrupt but i just i have to tell you i laughed so hard at alex calling out uncle howard on your show it was so oh fun. just wait. It was great oh it was when so doing that kind of gonzo <laughs> journalism when i'm a real dinosaur type i like to get the hard-hitting questions out i like to invite people and put people on the spot and make them bleed. And so funny. It's I'm still a great time. Him, I'm still calling him Grunkle Coward. Months Grunkle later. Coward. Yeah, he's great. I mean, I, I'm still calling it diabolical dick pain yoga because I've been experiencing <laughs> diabolical dick pain for months now, and uh, it's it's been a treat. But here's what I will say: is uh, yeah, I'm going to plug that. I also want to plug the Tiger's Jaw record. Uh, what's the name of that record, Sai? I don't uh, care how you'll remember me. Yeah, new Tiger's Jaw record. Great, get it. It's a great record. Check it out. This is music. Yeah, it music. is music. Yes, that's a good plug. That's a it's good a plug. it's a very good record. You you might Great like record. it, even though yeah, you don't. Yeah, like I know music, you hate music. Actually, I, lo- you know I love music. Here, it, officially, Eli Hodap, we're inviting you on rounding down. We're going to listen to "I Don't Care How You'll Remember Me" by Tiger's Jaw. You're going to react. You're going to listen to it five times before you come on, and you're going to tell us how you feel about it. Wow, wow! Is that me or true. Eli? That's, that's you, you, Eli Hodap, Eli? Okay. the host of the show, Eli. I do yeah. have a question. Has Eli ever been made aware of the bit where you guys confuse me? Yeah, for him? I think so. Eli's deeply okay. aware of that bit. <laughs> okay, good. I just, I was just wondering. I have because no, I had no idea. Yeah, hey, Eli's aware of a lot of bits. Honestly, I'd like to. Can can I do my plug now? Yeah, Sai Fieri. Fieri. All right. I'd like to start. I'd like to start my plug by apologizing again to Nate for not recognizing him uh, when he was on the podcast, and I. Every time I see his name pop up on my Twitter feed, I'm, I just I feel a little bit bad. It, it's warranted because, because me I talk, and I tweet the same shit. It's it's warranted. I also, talk, I was there, and it was one of my favorite moments of life. <laughs> it is not like the the worst mistake in the world. We like you're, literally both tweet pictures of Ryobi tools. It's we're like the same. Person. You're not you're not the first person who I've mixed up uh, from Twitter uh, to come on our, our random show that I've never met or interacted with. Um, but what I will say uh, is that I like you both equally, and I think you're both wonderful. Hell oh, yeah, kind of. I like you both you. equally. Eli and Nate are so cute. Uh, no, uh, I'm on a show with uh, Chid called Rounding Down uh, that 
I sometimes uh, have trouble reading on, uh, but it's fun. We're sponsored by uh, Hot Hot Hotbird. Red Yellow Bird, yeah, yeah. Yellow you know bird Hot Sponsors sauce. are Yellow Bird Hot Sauce. Well, Yellow Bird Hot Sauce. Yeah. Come on, friends, man. Yeah, Yellow Bird Hot Sauce. Uh, tweet, tweet. I'm around bird. You have to hashtag Yellow Bird Hot Sauce. Hashtag, uh, hashtag round bird. Hashtag round bird. Um, and I would also like to plug the Friendsman. Thank you for having us on. You're, oh, wow. You're a good show. Thanks. I enjoy listening to you, even though I don't like the show Friends. Uh, and I still listen to your show. So. That's right. I, I have a question for you guys. Do you feel like Andy Daly is this generation's Michael McKeon? Because that performance is very Andy Daly-esque. That's wow, an excellent comparison. That's a good for sure. call. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. And Andy, Andy Daly <laughs> just... <laughs> trivia music. He's... Andy Daly shows up in fucking everything in the same way that Michael McKeon has. Yeah, and he's yeah. about the same age now. Andy Daly is probably Michael McKeon was in this, I would guess. Yeah. Sure. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's not a lot to work with for Michael McKean in this episode, but he really uh, commits, which is, oh yeah, uh, he's a pro. So that part, that part actually struck me as a part that you would see someone like Kevin Nealon doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kevin Nealon could do that too. I can see yeah, that I too. got you. See that yeah. too. Yeah. Well, guys, as always, it's such a pleasure talking to you. Thank um, you for ending the show, JP. Yeah. I'm extremely drunk as usual. That'll happen, buddy. That'll happen. I still love you, Nate. Um, I love you. Chids, I, I thank you. I big fan of the podcast. Love just whenever we all get together. Just it's really a fun time. Thank you for taking the time to do this and to watch this bad sitcom from the 90s. Bad, maybe? It was a good episode. Yeah, it was good. All the best kinds of foods are shaped like dicks.